Here I am, the Electric Car Superstar, talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLX Beats, and this article comes to you from digitaltrends.com. But before we get to that, I want you, Sir Fletcher, Sir Chris Fletcher, to hit up that at Futuristic Elroy beat. That's the beat you hear behind my voice right now. That's part of our contest. This contest is legit. This contest, you find someone if you're not able or musically inclined or you're not one of these people that are gonna sit here and drop down on the beat, you know somebody that can. I know you know somebody that does. So what you do is you go to the website, go to our Patreon, follow the Patreon, subscribe to Patreon, contribute to the show, 99 cents. That will get you that beat. It'll also get you our featured beat of the week, which is Welcome to Machine. It's a remake of a Pink Floyd song into a dubstep rap style beat. You can make a song to that too, but that's not part of the contest. The contest is at Futuristic Elroy. Submit that to msantiago at electriccarsuperstar.com. If that email is a bit much for you, you can pick it up at the website, electriccarsuperstar.com, where you'll see uh, all the goodies there. Check check out the webpage, visit it up. So on to the article. New van from Ford, DHL shows electric powertrains aren't just for passenger cars. Written by Stefan Andelson on August 16, 2017. Electric cars may get a lot of attention, but electric vans could really help reduce pollution. Delivery vehicles rack up more mileage than passenger cars, and they tend to get worse fuel economy than the average sedan. Ford already has an ambitious electric car plans and the car maker also thinks electric vans are a good idea. It teamed up with Deutsche Post DHL Group to build a fleet of electric vans for mail delivery in Germany. Deutsche Post, the Germany Postal Service, was already interested in electric vehicles before Ford came along, buying the rights to street scooter electric vans and arranging to put them into production itself. But Ford's participation could accelerate Dutch Post electrification plans. The new electric van, dubbed the Street Scooter Work XL, uses a Ford Transit chassis with an electric powertrain and a body designed by Dutch Post. It's a bit bigger than the Street Scooter's existing Work and Work L vans, which explains the XL design. Ford says it can hold up to 200 parcels at a time. The Work XL features a model module battery system allowing battery packs from 30 to 90 kilowatt hours. Ford says that allow that should allow for a range of 80 to 200 kilometers, 49 to 124 miles, with charging taking about three hours. Because delivery vans operate on a predictable routes relatively close to the central terminal or garage, range anxiety will probably be less of an issue than with the electric passenger cars. Ford and Dutch Post plan to put 150 pre-production vans into service by the end of this year. By the end of 2028, they want to have 2,500 vans 
on German roads. That will save 4.75 million liters, 1.25 million gallons of fuel per year, as well as thousands of tons of carbon dioxide emissions. While the vans will be used exclusively, exclusively by the Dutch Post at first, the German outfit and Ford are open to selling them to other parties. Electric commercial vehicles are getting more attention from both established automakers and startups. A new startup called Change wants to deliver its first electric vans before the end of this year. Nissan and Renault already sell smaller electric vans in Europe and other markets. Dahmer and Tesla are both looking at bigger commercial trucks, with Tesla promising to unveil an electric semi-truck next month. End of article. You know, it's funny when uh, when I get into reading these articles, a lot of the information blends in. And here we got the mentioning of change. That's the truck that we talked about in the last article. So it seems like I'm picking up the, the vibe here and these articles are coming at me and, and they're telling me something. They're, they're telling me that the commercial industry is next. And once they see how much money they can save, I mean, it, it really is astronomical. We're gonna look here right now and I'm gonna, I'm gonna type in on my phone right here, the current gas prices. This article did give us a very interesting number. And now their number consists of having 2,500 vans on the road, which could be by the, by the end of next year, which sounds better to me. It sounds beautiful. That's, that's closer. That's something that you can grasp. This is very aggressive. This is all good news. So now I'm typing here price of gasoline. Let's see what this gives us on, uh, on our Google search here. So right now, the, the current average of regular and diesel is $2.34 and $2.52 for diesel. So we're gonna round that off for $2.40. And we're doing this on the American price scale here. So that, that's $2.40 on average for both gas and diesel, because we just averaged them both. And we got, what do we got here? They told us that they're going to be saving 1.2 million, 1.25 million gallons. So let's get our calculator here. And we got 1.25, then I get the number here, million gallons times 2.40. And we got a saving of $3 million. Now, okay, it may cost you a little bit to charge up the car, the vans back at the hall. You know, I, I doubt that the electric bill is gonna be three million, it's not. It's probably, I, I would say a thousand at the most. So you, we're talking about a, a company saving $3 million just on fuel alone on today's prices of gas. Those are real numbers. Those are numbers that if you went to a board and say, listen, you can cut your fuel, you can cut your transportation costs by $3 million by investing in, in these vans. Now, we, we're talking about 2,500 vans. Now, let's say they're, they're selling these vans. They'll probably sell these vans at probably fifty to $70,000. We'll say $65,000. We don't even know how much these vans are. 
we're approximating here. I'm, I'm doing the numbers game. So I got my calculator here. I'm doing 65,000 times 2,500. And we have a lot of zeros and a lot of numbers. We have 162,500,000. So that's how much they would have to invest in order to save that $3 million a year. That's a lot of moolah. Now, you would have to offset that with the cost of replacing their current vehicles. So the smart way to go about it for most companies today is to replace their vehicles as their older vehicles are getting older because the price of the $126 million is not gonna cut it for a company just to save $3 million a year. This is, we're talking companies here. I mean, most companies, I do not think they care about carbon dioxide emissions. We have, we have companies here in the United States that are trying to curb regulations so that they do not have to invest in e-mobility. But this is the price that these companies are facing. You know, you sit here and they, they have to invest $126 million in order to save $3 million a year in fuel. It would take them, I don't know. Hold on, let's see here. It'll, it'll take them... 162.5 divided by three, it would take them 54 years to make that money back. Now, the only thing that would change these numbers really is if gas prices go up. So now you see like the problem when you put the money on the table, you see the problem that these companies are facing in converting to e-mobility. So the only thing that's gonna push this to the hill and i am guessing on these numbers i am guessing on the sixty-five thousand dollars uh, a van i mean because that's that's the price i see going for an electric van that will be out there for delivery now if they they're mass producing these and they got a cheap battery and they got an assembly line going i mean you're basically getting the same truck off of the assembly line so if you automate this stuff, I mean, you could probably cut the price in half so that they're not paying, they're paying over 80 million. And 80 million, you got approximately probably 20 something years before you get your money back. And that's on fuel savings. And that's assuming that fuel costs won't go up. So there's a lot of factors involved, but when you put that money down on the table, you can see why it's important that municipality jump in and they incentivize these programs if they're serious about the environment if they're serious about the thousands of tons of carbon dioxide emission then that's what that's the route that they have to go that's the shift that they have to take and this is a dutch post office i mean they they do have money they have money to spend i mean they they launched dhl here ground service in the united states their pockets were deep they were everywhere they didn't see it profitable to be here so that probably lasted about a year a half two years or whatever so I'm, I'm even though this is a great idea because it gets more electric vehicles out on the road I can see companies pulling back a little bit on this once the expense hits the fan because a lot of companies they, they look at the bottom line for the quarter they don't look at the bottom line for the long term now there is maintenance they, they save money on maintenance they'll save money on parts that they don't need to buy for their older vehicles 
So, I mean, the greatest, the, 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 the fastest way to get these vehicles on the road is to have them ready for multiple companies to replace their older vehicles. But they're being very aggressive. And the reason why I say aggressive is because it looks like they're gonna go a hundred plus million dollars in just to save three million dollars a year on fuel. So what are we getting? We're getting a company here that's actually serious about getting e-mobility on the road. And we applaud that. DHL is doing the right thing with these trucks. I mean, they're they're less to maintain, they're quicker, they're the charge is gonna be they're gonna save time on charging. I mean, there's gonna they don't have to pay anybody to fuel these things. You bring them in, you park, hopefully they have the wireless charging in their in their park spaces. So a driver will just come in, park the truck, get out, punch out, leave, don't have to fuel it, don't have to plug it in, nothing. So they're they're saving money there. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna save a ton of money on maintenance. So you know, as the article says, they're ambitious. It's, it's very, very ambitious for the company to go this and, it, and it's very opportunistic for Ford to jump in. This is no secret. Ford said that they're gonna get into the commercial, they're gonna jump into the commercial industry because they see that this industry is really untapped. And Nissan does have a car out there, Renault. They do have one of these vans, some of the, like the van that they're showing here. They do have these vans out there that are fully electric uh we don't see them around here they're probably in california and i know a lot of the probably delivery companies do take full advantage of these electric vehicles and it's just one thing to see i mean it's, it's the market that needs to be tapped i mean what what are we gonna do right now I, I mean these these things have to be made a little bit cheaper than they're making them right now and the only way that's gonna happen is to make the truck simpler and make the production faster and battery prices are going to come down the battery prices are going to come down i like the way that they got a module battery system so that they can switch out batteries i believe that's what it means and they can go from anywhere from 30 to 90 kilowatt hours that means that they could have a cheaper battery probably on a route that doesn't go that many miles and they'll put the 90 kilowatt battery on the routes that go a little bit further it's all going to be interesting, but now you can see the cost that companies are faced with when trying to replace a fleet of vehicles with e-mobility. You know, hopefully down the line, there might be a conversion that can be offered up to the vehicles that the companies currently have, but to, to, to switch entirely to e-mobility, like your entire fleet in such a short period of time, it, it's, it sounds good to me, but I can see where the pain hits these companies and how the bottom line makes them stop and think, hey, you know, this, this can't be done. Luckily, they're a post office. They're, you know, post offices have deep pockets. I always say here in the United States, why aren't those little cars slowly being reduced by e-mobility? They just seem like the perfect vehicle to turn into electric you know if, if if you ran the battery on the floor you know you, you'd have more space in the car to put more mail and it just makes sense to me but they to replace an entire fleet that fast 
seems like it's going to be very expensive. And if fuel is your only return on investment, then, you know, I can see why companies, it's going to be hard for these companies to turn to e-mobility. So hopefully it works out for them and they set an industry standard and more people will look DHL to switch over to e-mobility. It's, it's going to be from the electric car superstar standpoint. It's going to be a tough sell. I, I mean, I, I, I can envision it being done and I can envision it happening, but there's going to be a lot of cards in play and there's going to be a lot of people pushing for that e-mobility direction, which, hey, I can't complain. I mean, I'm for the better technology on the road and, and all the good things that come with it. I'm gonna end my commentary now on this article. It, it, that kind of threw me for a loop there. Numbers didn't come out the way that I thought, but it's, it's kind of nice to see the numbers the way they are. So what you got is an organic commentary there. You, you got it all in the flow. You know, I punched the numbers in and I got something a little bit opposite of what I thought. And sometimes that happens, but still the commentary is there. So hope you guys like that. I'm going to enter my appreciation section here. I want to thank Stefan Endelstein. I've read a few articles from him. It's one of his easier reads. Some of his reads are pretty tough for me, but he did a really good job with this one. Um, I didn't know he was writing for Digital Trends. Must be a freelance author out there. I know he's on Twitter. Check him out, Stefan Endelstein. I don't know what his Twitter account is, but uh, we've shared it before. He, uh, he does he does show out for the electrification nation he does put out articles for us to read he, he's part of the media out there that's representing us as far as getting positive articles out so we appreciate him and we also appreciate digitaltrends.com for putting this article out there publishing this and having it out there for the electric car superstar to read to his audience and my audience you know our, our numbers are still growing and it's not it's not like a, a huge spike growth but it's consistent and that means that you guys are getting it out there the numbers are going up we're getting messages on Facebook about article reads and one thing on that for your article read you can now use Facebook Messenger to re read an article meaning you could hit record right on Facebook Messenger on your computer, read to your computer if you're on Facebook, and you can send it right through Facebook Messenger. Now, if that's not your preferred way, you, there's other ways that you could send it. Most cell phones have recording devices. Uh, there's a lot of ways where you can record your voice. So if you feel inclined to be a part of the many voices of the electrification nation, pick up an article you think the electrification nation would wanna hear that you would want to spread out there. Good positive article is good, so, you know, and read it, send it to me at msantiago at theelectriccarsuperstar.com and I will comment on it. We will throw it out there. And we're gonna switch over from the Monday, Wednesday, Friday format that we've been trying to push through. It's becoming a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday thing. And we're just gonna go on numbers. We're gonna announce the number of the show at the beginning. I know our numbers are up there, so we might be able to, to 
get the articles going and not worry about the day that they have to be out, but just worry about getting the information out there to you guys. So there's gonna be weeks where we have three to four. You know, there's gonna be weeks where we only have three, but we're gonna keep pushing that. And we're gonna, instead of having a Friday show for the Electrification Nation, Electrification Nation, the shows are just gonna be thrown in there. So it's a good thing because now we're not limited to 52 article reads from the audience. We could, we could throw in a ton of article reads. So if we get three article reads in a week, we might put out, you know, four episodes that week with each article read and me commenting on them. So it's, it's a plus, it's a win situation for us. Um, our show numbers are getting up there. I know we're 200 plus, but we're gonna announce the episode number either in the beginning or right before right before I uh, comment on our FLX Beach Challenge that we got going on. I already threw that out there right after the article read in the beginning. That's the that Futuristic Elroy Challenge. And the, the, the beat that you're listening by my voice, that's Welcome to the Machine. You know, we like to thank FLX Beats. Uh, FLX Beats is the reason why you get this podcast out to you. Christopher Fletcher produces this. He throws it on iTunes and he gets it out there for the Electrification Nation to hear. That's why they are the sole sponsor for the show. So throw them some love. You know, throw some, throw them, um, buy a few beats from the guy. FLX Beats, he, he does a great job for me. Uh, he, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. You know, the Electric Car Superstar would just be in the back of my mind somewhere every time I go to sleep. But we, we brought that to fruition. We got it out there for you guys to hear. And, you know, we, we, we're not afraid to ask for the love. So 99 cents per show. If you want to go on Patreon and throw that our way, you are going to get the beats whether you like them or not. Because, uh, you know, we, we, we want to give you something. So hook us up. We're out here. We're doing this thing. We're trying to make it, you know, just like every other podcast out there. A lot of them have um, affiliate marketing, and we might look into that. We don't know yet. We're, we're, we're throwing ideas back and forth to each other, so we might have some affiliate marketing. That way, you guys can give back that way, too. But other than that, th- this is what we're doing. I feel like beats. Hit it up, and that's what we do. I'm going to end it right here, 24 minutes in. I know Chris will tighten that up for me, make it a little bit shorter. I know there's a few mistakes in there. I hope he takes out. You guys, we don't want you guys laughing too much at the electric car superstar. And <laughs> as much as I laugh at myself, but it's just the way it goes. I am the electric car superstar. You guys out there pushing the show, growing the show, are the electrification nation. The sweet beat behind my voice, welcome to machine, is FLX Beats. And the man making me sound great playing podcast producer, Christopher Fletcher. And we are out.